0: If you're looking to inspire, if you're looking to make a change in somebody's life, because the one thing I would like to do is, when I create these programs, is just to inspire one person.
1: Welcome to Athletes Doing Good Podcast, sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds. I'm Shelley Stewart, president of Capture Sports Marketing.
2: And I'm sports reporter, Jen Latta. On today's episode, we welcome former Super Bowl champion and current New England Patriot, Dietrich Wise. Dietrich is coming off a dominant 2020 season where he set a career high in tackles. Listen in to hear how Dietrich has helped determine the success or failure of both his team on the field and his community.
1: The Wise Up Foundation is working to bring inspiration and positivity to people's lives. He hopes that by inspiring just one person, that person will inspire the next, creating a ripple effect of positive change in the lives of others.
2: The impact that Dietrich is making in the community makes him another example of an athlete doing good. To learn more about athletes doing good, visit CaptureSportsMarketing.com. So you went to Arkansas. Anytime I chat with someone from Arkansas, I have to ask, can you please explain to me the pig Suey chant?
0: <laughs> what what about the chant intrigues you? I put it that way.
1: The whole the whole thing. thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why? How did how did this come about?
0: <laughs> okay. Uh I, I don't know the true history of it, but I I know um, the Razorbacks came from an announcer one day describing the way that the players played on the field. They say that uh, they played like, like a wild bunch of hogs. So that's kind of how like, that came about because at first we were the Cardinals. And then after the announcer said what, what he said, it became the hog. I don't know what year, what, year, what year it was. So it became the hogs. So then after that, I don't know what happened between that announcement and then travel down to today. But there was a hall call put in there and it is just, it's the anthem of Arkansas. Like if, if you're, you're born saying woo pig who just the whole, the whole nine yard, all of it. it. <laughs> so
1: is there like an appropriate time to say it and an inappropriate time to say it? Or is it just mm-hmm. okay all the time?
0: It's okay all the time. I, w- I will say, but also it's, it's, you want to say it do, doing celebration. So definitely when, your team scores a bucket, uh, a point, or a touchdown, field goal, big tackle sack, uh, whatever it is. Sometimes something good happens. Um, everybody says it when they first get into like the, the the freshman orientation, everybody has to do the call. It can even be be, be heard some sometimes at at local barbecues and cookouts and uh, Walmart Lions, whatever it is. It's just it's one of those things that like it's a it's a sound of uh, of happiness, I put it that way. So that's yeah.
1: amazing. <laughs> so before you went to the Patriots, mm-hmm. were you or were you not just a little bit scared of Bill Belichick?
0: Actually, I I wasn't scared of Bill Belichick nope. at all. No, no, I um I didn't know much about the Patriots uh, to begin with. Um, but I was the only thing I knew about the Patriots is that it was up north and it was probably cold. Uh, but other than other than than that. I had I had no uh, certainly cold. Feeling. Yeah, I, yeah. It's now that I'm I'm in it. It's it gets cold. Like negative 16 is the coldest I've ever been in. Uh, like playing wise, and that's frigid.
1: We're in Wisconsin, so oh. we feel we feel your pain.
0: <laughs> y'all are y'all a different type of cold. Chicago, um, Minnesota, Wisconsin, that type of cold is different. That's a whole different type of cold. <laughs>
2: You spent all those years with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Tell me why I should or shouldn't like Tom Brady.
0: Well, I'll tell you why you should like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a great guy, super down to earth. He knows all of his teammates' names, even the rookies that just came in. He knows the staff members' names. He's uh, he's like a a dad in 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 a sense where like he has those 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 dad moments where he starts to dance and jokes with the with the younger players. You know, it's, it's really funny. He's a cool dude. Uh, Love Jay-Z. Favorite artist is Jay-Z. So he he always playing Jay-Z music. um, And uh, he's a good quarterback on top of all that. So
2: So I find him to be very likable. Like, I really like him. But we're in Wisconsin here, and so obviously Aaron Rodgers is considered the GOAT, uh, even though he doesn't have, obviously, as many Super Bowl wins as Tom Brady. And I don't think anyone will ever catch Tom when it comes to Lombardi trophies. But he did this... Interview recently with Michael Strahan, and I was like, he is one of the few guys who is the winner, right? Like top of the of the mountain, and yet he still comes across as very likable. And like, I can't really explain it. Like most people don't like the person that wins so often.
0: Yeah, I mean, unless you're playing against him, that's 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 probably when you don't like him. But other than that, off the field, being his teammate, a neighbor. A guy behind him in any in, in line or whatever. He's he's a cool guy. Very I love up, very I love guy. the
1: reference of a dad dancing. Dad <laughs> <Yeah>. dance
0: moves. <I laughs> that's mean, him, though.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Let's let's talk a little bit about your Wise Up Foundation. Can you tell us a little bit um, about how you started it? Great things that you're doing.
0: It's a family organization, family foundation. And uh, that's kind of how I started just my mom, my father, and my brothers kind of came together. We always do things in the community anyway. We kind of grew up, soup kitchens, giveaway clothes, um, whatever Whatever there's out there, we definitely did it. We kind of made a thing to where as I got into a league, my younger brother got into a league, we wanted to create a foundation to continue to help people. So uh, we named it Wise Up. And it was based on education, but now the model is uh, the more you know, the better you live. And we're in a sense of um, creating programs and creating events that help children, youth, and people of all ages. In whatever the program is, the first thing we did was obviously make make a football camp um, where we help seventh graders to twelfth graders, kind of like teach them skills, things like that they already know, but just help fine tune them, fine tune their game, so that they have a great experience in high school and they want to go to the, the to the next level. They most definitely can, but they get a chance to to learn skills from players who've been where they've been and who's in the league in college as well. So that's one. We we do a block party where we help um, just bring inspiration and happiness to a city or a group of kids to where they get you know their hair braided or free food or allow them to express themselves in multiple forms of art. But right now, talking about doing uh, programs to help. Kids who can't go to college at least learn a trade so that they can still, you know, provide for themselves and stuff like like that. So we're doing multiple things in the future just to help help bring inspiration and positivity, uh, people's way.
1: I love that. You had said when you first started talking about the Wise Foundation that growing up, giving back, volunteering was something that was absolutely part of your life. Mm-hmm. Do you recall a time or an individual? That really stood out to you when you were younger, when you were volunteering. That really stuck with you.
0: Well, I couldn't say just one person because just seeing the smiles on people's faces when they when they receive something that is life changing or at least helps helps pull away or decrease the stress of their daily life, whatever it is, whether it's. Uh, providing food for Thanksgiving for family who, who needs it or providing toys for a kid during the holidays or whatever it is, just that smile and that happiness kind of what I guess motivates me in a sense and kind of what gets me like, wow, like, you know, it gets me going. I remember one person, this wasn't any form of uh, foundational charity or give back. It was just mostly I was interning for a, um, a hangers clinic, which is a, a therapy place for people who have prosthetics. And uh, long story short, I was in the process of making a, a leg for somebody. And uh, we end up, like, I, I did the whole process. I didn't do it by myself, but I was with the guy. We made the leg, made the custom mold and everything. And I remember when he received that leg, like, that tingling feeling that that the whole room I know just felt. that It was his first time walking in months, and he finally got to walk to his kid for the first time. Finally got to walk to his wife. And it was something that I, I was like. Wow! Like, and that's like, if I was playing football, that's something that I'll probably be doing. Like, helping people just—I don't know—like regain their their confidence or their freedom or whatever it is in, in any type of way. And that's kind of why uh, we do Wise up to help bring that inspiration back to people's lives or to, to help bring that happiness, um, just in the things that we, 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 we like we do, you know. So.
1: That's awesome. My my dad had hanger prosthetics. Wow. Oh, awesome. um, so so very familiar with that. He he was awesome. a double amputee, and I'll never forget that you know the first time seeing him back up um, on his prosthetics and walking. So I can certainly relate to that to that tingling wow feeling.
0: Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Uh, I read that you insist that linemen determine the success of a team, but you don't just mean on the field. You mean off the field. What do you mean by that?
0: I said that? <laughs> is, that is that a paraphrase or is that my words?
2: That must <laughs> be a paraphrase. It was here in my notes.
0: <laughs> um, well, hmm, I do know this. On the field, the linemen are the closest to the ball. So they're able to affect the game both positively and negatively in whatever whatever uh, side you want to look at it. So going from, from defense to offense, defense first, if your team's on defense, the defensive line has the ability to affect the offensive line and the quarterback and the ball carrier just going backwards. And then if you want to switch the roles, the offensive line has the ability to positively affect the game if they can prevent guys from – getting to, to the quarterback. So that's what I would say uh, that is one way uh, offensive linemen and defensive linemen affect the game in a major way. Now, off the field, anybody knows uh, big guys bring a lot with them, whether it's charisma, whether it's style, whether it's happiness, joyfulness. If you know a big guy, he's one of those. He just brings so much life with them. So if you, so with the old lineman being this their personality, just being them – and the D-line being how, how they're present. And once that mix in the locker room, it's, it's, it's a lot of life being going, a lot of happiness, a lot of emotion, a lot of laughter, whatever it is, jokes being said. So I would say if you have a good offensive, defensive lineman chemistry just amongst themselves but also in the locker room, you'll have a good team.
1: I suspect if the other big guys on the line um, have a personality like yours, I can only imagine the laughter that happens.
0: It is and more.
1: So talking about the big guys, you have a camp, the big man camp. And I think what really stood out to me is that you said that you not only help linemen develop their techniques as well as their physical and psychological character. I think it was really intriguing to me that you pointed out not only the physical, but the psychological portion Mm -hmm. of it. Mm -hmm. So share with us as to how you work at the camps, you know, on the physiological character side of things, and how can we improve?
0: Most definitely. Well, I feel like everything starts with the mind. I like to use car references, so you can kind of say, like, the mind is the engine. And in an athlete, I would like to say, when it, when it comes to the mental, that this athlete can have all the physical physique, the nice body, the strength, the speed. But if there's something in his mind that is is prohibiting him to, to feel confident in his moves or to feel like he's inadequate or not, you know, worth of whatever on the field. Sometimes that will like derail him from from his own success. Maybe if he's in his way or if there's a distraction that kind of like distracts his, his mind, whether it's home stuff or anything off the field. So I feel like definitely with athletes now being in this COVID environment, there's a lot of ups and downs being thrown at us, someone's someone catching it. I'm not in school, I'm not seeing my family, whatever the stressors, the daily stressors that come, I know have increased since COVID. I know when I was in high school, I didn't have a lot of stressors, but it was just trying to get to college. And I know I like this girl or whatever, trying to fit in. So it's kind of like, you know, little small things like that. But now, like that you add COVID into it, into a teenager's life, it's like, okay, like now it's like, it's just things going on. So I implemented this, uh, his name is Coach Craig. He is a sports psychologist, and what he wants to do is he wants to help kids' mindset um, playing the game, so that they they can feel confident, but also being able to uh, to handle daily stresses that come at them in, in life, and then be able to focus on their on their goal on the field, and then be able to focus on a goal off the field, whether it's class and work or whatever. So just being able to to do that, and I'm always say sports is a parallel with, with life in a sense. Cause I I don't know if y'all are athletes or not, but I know y'all y'all been around multiple athletes and there's things in the sport But you don't world. think
1: we look like athletes right now?
0: Well from the camera view, I don't know, but I would say I would say y'all probably played back in high school and college. So I don't I don't I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> but I I will say that it definitely parallels with life. The things you have to go through being resilient, being mentally tough being mentally strong, uh, teamwork, camaraderie, and, and, and other things that you learn in sports can definitely be used in the real world. But yeah, <laughs> did y'all play though, oh, man? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just had to give you some grief with how you sound. <laughs>
2: you're athletes, <laughs> of course we're athletes. <laughs> Coming up, Dietrich will share what it's like having his brother play with him in the NFL. But before he does, I want to tell you a little bit about today's episode sponsor, Robert Hack Diamonds. For more than 72 years, Robert Hack Diamonds has been Wisconsin's most trusted and respected name known for diamond engagement rings, wedding rings, and custom jewelry. With a commitment to customer service, Robert Hack Diamonds applies the highest level of professionalism and expertise while guiding you in your search for an expertly crafted, stunningly beautiful diamond. For store locations or to shop online, visit roberthackdiamonds.com. I know that your brother plays in the league as well, which is always an intriguing dynamic to me. We know of several guys, even some that we've talked to, who have siblings in the league. I'm always fascinated by the exchange of information. So how much, you know, you guys are in different... NFC versus AFC, but how much do you guys share information if you happen to have a common opponent? How much do you share about opponents you've faced, um, maybe offenses you've faced, ways you've played teams? Is that something that you guys do to help give each other an advantage?
0: Yes, I remember, well, yes, to a sense of we, we share knowledge with each other uh, on how to perfect our game. That's kind of like the knowledge that we share. When a sense of like we don't, we, we, we haven't played each other. Like like that in a sense. Uh, last year was his first year, so uh, this is his second year, and our teams haven't played each other. We played once, but he wasn't playing, so it wasn't really nothing that could be could be said. But uh, we do share knowledge on just like taking care of your, your body, um, things you could do to you know perfect the move or perfect things. You know, just little little small things that we do, and it's kind of like showing him the things that I've learned my rookie year, going to my second year, and and further that I'm sharing down to him.
1: So when you're home together, competitiveness still?
0: <laughs> you know, there's always uh, civil, uh uh when I say like, you know, competitiveness in in, in home. There's always the stuff going on, but nothing to the extent of like with age or strokes. It's just <laughs> kind of like give out our little testers, you know. Uh, since I was the oldest brother, I was always the biggest and strongest, so my brother loves to come to me when they see Me, you know, give me bear hugs to let them know that they've been working out, you know. So that's <laughs> all of them do the same thing. you we all, we's like, you know, bear hug each other for a little bit. We may wrestle every now and then, but that's
2: we may.
1: <laughs> sometimes you just don't grow up. I get it.
0: <laughs> hey.
1: Particularly All the,
0: the your heart, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, particularly that my both I have two brothers and uh-huh. we we tell them quite often that they're still acting like they're twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so we get it. With the NFL officially approving the 17th game recently, how do you feel about that?
0: Um it's one of those things that I'm not too I guess worried about because I uh in the sense of adding a game to a season because we do lose a game in, in the front end. So it kind of like balance it out. But on the other side of it, um, that fourth game was very crucial for a lot of players trying to make the team, trying to make the roster. So I know guys that, who, who are my comrades, my friends, people who I like, you know, mentor or whatever, always used, used, always told them that fourth game is where you, you can shine, you know, third and fourth game. That's it. So now that that's taken away, it's, it's just they did have to try to shine earlier, I will say, through that month. So the, I don't know how the whole dynamic would work with who plays what in, the, in these games, but uh, that kind of just gives away the extra, extra spotlight for them to, to shine in a sense.
2: Do you think an 18th game is inevitable? I know that the thought is that the owners want to go to 18. I know it would have to be collectively bargained and that you guys know it's a 10 year deal right now. But do you think that they're going to bring you guys back to the table sooner rather than later to try to get that 18th game in there?
0: That I don't know. Um. I don't know what the future holds in the next 10 years. Uh, I, I, I like to say in, in these next 10 years, I'll see how 17 games feel. And then I'll get back at you with the 18-
2: <laughs> I think a lot so, of guys feel that way. It's kind of like, well, let's see how this
1: goes. Yeah. And <laughs> okay. So this is a philosophical question. You got married in 2019. At what point are you not a newlywed anymore?
0: That's a good question. Uh, at one point, am I not a newlywed? Well, it depends on who you ask, actually. <laughs> it depends on who you ask. Because if you ask anybody who's, who's 20, 30 years in the game, like, oh, y'all are new. You know what I'm saying? It's like like that. But if you ask somebody who who's around the same, you know. So I would say it all depends on who you ask, in a sense. So, to my parents, my, my parents have been married for almost 30 years now. So, to them, uh, y'all just getting started? Y'all still newlyweds, you know? And I, I feel like, you know, we're still newlyweds
2: occasionally that's so. a good thing that's a good thing yeah. that's a great thing sometimes yeah. there are like little things like um behaviors that change where mm. you're like oh we're out of the newlywed phase i guess <laughs> you know i just didn't know if you guys got to that point at all
0: Ooh, I, I would say we're out of the honeymoon phase <laughs> i'll put it that way yeah that's the, hun- the honeymoon phase it lasted for a while <laughs> hey, it, hey weather should change sun comes up sun comes down and things happen so you know That has changed, but we're still newlyweds, so...
1: (laughs) Great answer. Great answer on that one. You will definitely appreciate that. In regards to your foundation, what do you hope comes of your foundation in the future, and and how can people help you?
0: If you're looking to inspire, if you're looking to make a change in somebody's life, because the one thing I would like to do is, when I create these programs, is just to inspire one person, because I feel like if you can inspire one person and that person inspires the next person or at least show love to so the next person will give somebody hope and that just trickles down. The next the next person shows love and hope and the next person shows love and hope. And then next thing you know, there's been a it's like the, the butterfly effect. But it ripples down to, to people who you don't even know, but they've been affected by what you did or, or by what was brought was presented to somebody who's around you or around this program. So that's the only thing I would like to do is just inspire somebody and Hopefully it it down or I want it to, to, to it down.
1: Absolutely. Well, first off, thank your parents for teaching you young um, <laughs> to give back and the value of giving back and the impact that you can make. Um, and know that you are touching people's lives probably more than you will ever know. Um, and keep doing what you're doing.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate it.
1: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Athletes Doing Good, sponsored by Robert Hack Diamonds. Go to capturesportsmarketing.com to listen to our other interviews and to hear stories about the person behind the player and the people behind the team who are making an impact on others.